Welcome to Choice Classic Radio, where we bring to you the greatest old-time radio shows. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and thank you for donating at choiceclassicradio.com. Once again, we bring you the thrilling adventures of The Shadow, the hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young alike that crime does not pay. The shadow who aids the forces of law and order is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. While in the Orient, Cranston learnt a strange and mysterious secret, the hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, The Creature That Kills. Our story opens in a small hut on the outskirts of a native village in Brazil. A large distinguished gentleman, dressed in a linen suit and tropical helmet, is making his way laboriously up the path to the front porch Hello. of the hut. Hello in there. Pedro. Pedro, it's Mr. Jessup. Ah, Mr. Jessup. Greeting, amigo. Come up on the porch out of the sun. Heat will be the death of me. Oh, let me sit down for a minute. I'm exhausted. I am glad you have come, Mr. Jessup. Bomba and I were getting impatient to leave. Bomba? That is what I call my pet. Your pet? Oh, yes, of course. That is why I made this journey here, Pedro. I wanted to see your Bomba perform before we complete the details of our little transaction. You would like to see Bomba perform? A splendid amigo. I will whistle for him. Come, Bomba. Come, Bomba. Good heavens, he comes right up the porch steps. <laughs> yes, he slips under the porch. Come, Bomba. Keep that thing away from me, Pedro. Do not fear, Mr. Jessup. Bomba is well trained. He will not attack a human except on my orders. I never saw anything like it before in my life. I found Bomba on the banks of the Amazon when he was less than a week old. For the past two years I have trained him. He will do whatever I command. Bomba, get Mr. Jessup's hat on the chair there. Get it. Keep him away. 
Keep him away from me. <laughs> Do not be frightened. Now, Bomber, bring that hat to me. There. There. You see how gently he gave it to me? Get him out of here. I've seen enough. Go, Bomber, back under the porch. <laughs> That's a good bambino. It was horrible. Horrible. But I can see now that your Bomber may be able to handle our assignment back in my own country very well. You are satisfied? Yes, I think I am. I think it's been worth coming thousands of miles to see your... your pet. Bomba and I are ready. When do we start? Immediately. I've arranged a passport for you to my own country. Of course, you may encounter considerable difficulty getting Bomba through the customs. Oh, oh never fear about that, Mr. Jessup. Bomba, you see, is an excellent swimmer. Eh? Yes, of course. <laughs> Bomber will swim ashore from the ship. Excellent. Now, when you arrive, you'll go to this address. That is my home. I'll meet you there. Then I'll make arrangements for you and Bomber to get into that office so that he may complete his assignment. Good. And uh, <laughs> about the, the payments? You will be paid well. Here is 400 on account. There'll be 2,000 more for you when your pet has, shall we say, procured those invaluable papers. All passengers with foreign passports, please line up at gangplank A on the after deck. Who's that? The chief boatswain, mate. And don't flesh that light in my eyes, will you? Sorry, I'm a customs officer. I'm not taking any risks of someone trying to sneak back aft here and slip over the side. Yeah. Suppose you get some slippery customers. Yeah, we certainly do. Why, the last time in port. Hold on a minute. What's the matter? So I saw something move under that tarpaulin in the lifeboat. What? Well, let's have a look. Got my torch here. Lift up a tarpaulin. I've got it. Hey, you! What? Stay where you are, I'll shoot. Got away. Put your torch over the side quickly. And this light won't reach the water through the fog. Oh. Ahoy below! Man overboard! Stowaway! Man overboard! Stowaway! I, I, I can't understand it. Oh, I just lifted the tarpaulin. What was it? Did you get a look at him? Yes, I did. And I, I'll never forget it. All I saw was a face, but I could swear it didn't have any chin or forehead. Over here, Pompa. Over here. Here, Pompa. Over here. Good, Pompa. You beat them, Pompa. You beat them. I'll get you one, Pompa, and a big meal for you in no time. <laughs> 
all the customs officials, they didn't know my bumble was such a good swimmer. <laughs> These are the people who phoned up from downstairs, Dr. Milton. Oh, hello, Lamont. Hello, Margot. It's all right, Frank. They're both old friends. I see the famous Dr. Milton's still well guarded. Worse than ever, Lamont. Oh, sit down, Margot. Thanks. We were passing by, Milton, and saw the light up here. I told Margot that this is one of the most secret and highly guarded rooms there was during the war. <laughs> so this is where the famous Dr. Milton carried out his atomic experiments, hmm? Show me an atom, will you, Doctor? <laughs> Margot expected you to have a live atom here in a cage or a test tube or something. Well, I'm afraid that's the impression most people have. Sorry, Margot, there's nothing here more romantic-looking than, uh, well, uh, some notes on a few pads of paper, adding machine, and a dictaphone. Uh, those notes on Dr. Milton's desk are part of the world's most closely guarded secret. One part of the atomic formula. His work pieced together with the work of scientists in other parts of the world made up the secret weapon that won the war. But what are you doing now, Doctor? Well, Margot, science and the world never stand still. We're still looking around for, uh, ooh, slight improvements. That's the reason for the guards, huh? That's correct. Uh, who do they think might uh, try to get a peek at your notes now, Milton? Well, they're just playing safe, Lamont. It wouldn't be good for it to get into irresponsible hands. Well, I for one wouldn't want to break into this place. Those guards looked as if they meant business with their machine guns. Yeah. What's outside the window? Uh, a nice hundred-foot drop to the pavement. Come over to the window and look for yourself. Mm. I'm on the fifth floor of the Universal Scientific Trust Building. The only way up or down is by the lift. The stairs are locked at all times, at the bottom and at the top. And the keys are kept by my guard. Uh, who's on the floor above? Both the floor above and the floor below are kept vacant, and the windows cemented up. Hmm. The authorities evidently aren't taking any chances. <laughs> so my nearest neighbors are two floors up and two floors down, each a good, uh, oh, 30 feet away. <laughs> well, you must be very cozy up here, with no one to bother you. Except people like us. Oh, no, not at all, no. I don't Come on, my girl. Let's see if Dr. Milton knows work. Yes, good night, Dr. Milton. Good night. Now, don't go dropping any of your atoms. Well, at least not until Lamont and I have had an hour's start. <laughs> all right, Margo. <laughs> Goodbye. Pedro, things have gone rather smoothly so far, eh? Very nice, Mr. Jessup. But I do not understand. This building is just so well guarded, yet no one stopped us when we come up here to your office today. <laughs> Very simple, my dear friend. The presence of your pet bomber was not questioned because I myself brought him up here in the large ventilated suitcase. It's the same one in which I transport rabbits and mice for experimental purposes. You see, Pedro, they think Arnold Jessup is a scientist. They also believe that I am the very soul of respectability, a patriot, Pedro. But to business. Tonight, Bomber does his work. Good. It is very dark outside. No more. Yes, and our friend Dr. Milton is working late, only two floors below us. The window to his office is directly below that window over there, the one which Bomber will go through. We will get away without suspicion. We will leave this office just before Bomber starts out the window. We'll sign the register downstairs and be out of the building and in my car before the robbery is actually committed. A perfect alibi. Good. I will get Bomber out of this suitcase. Keep him in hand, Pedro. 
there he is. Were you cramped in that suitcase, Bomber? Keep him away from me, Pedro. Tonight, Bomber, you will show the world how smart you are. When you have finished, we will be very rich. Eh, Mr. Jessup? Hmm? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> now remember, Bomber, like Pedro showed you so many times, make for the lamp first, then at the papers. Papers, Bomber. <laughs> Good, good. Now you bring the papers to Pedro. Fine. Perfect. He cannot fail, Mr. Jessup. Are you ready? Start Bomber for the window. I'll get our hats and coats. We must move swiftly once Bomber starts. All right, Bomber. To the window. That's it. Remember, climb down slowly, get the papers, and then you will hear... When you hear that, come to me, Bomber. Ah, there he goes to the window, Mr. Jessup. Good. Come on, Pedro. Let's get downstairs and into the car. Quickly. Check record 4,571. Right. Dr. E. V. S. Milton. Right. Starting record 4,572. Subject... Continuation of formula for improved container atomic research. Date. Who's that? Someone in this room. Is that you, Frank? What is it? Frank, come in here. There's someone in here. Frank, where are you? What's the matter, Doctor? Someone's in the room. Someone knocked the lamp over. Stay out there, Bob, and keep the door covered. Watch out, Frank. He's still in here. I heard a rustle opening the window. He can't get out, Doctor. You, whoever you are, surrender immediately. You'll never get out of here alive. Stand behind me, Doctor, in case I've got a suit. Look, the windowsill. Ah, that got him. Or perhaps he jumped. I, I can't see anyone at the window now. Stand back, Doctor. I'll go over and have a look. And this window is only open about a foot. How does anyone get in through a space like... Uh, Frank! over here by the curb. I am coming. Listen, a scream from the window. It's a body falling. In uniform, eh, Pedro? Looks like he was one of the guards. Bomber must have knocked him out the window. He's coming down now, see? Coming down from ledge to ledge. It's incredible. Come, Bomber, to Pedro Bomber. Get him in the suitcase, Pedro. I'll start the car. Come, Bomber. That's it. He's down, Mr. Jessup. Hurry, Pedro. We've got to get out of here. End in a hurry. We'll return to the shadow in just a moment. A mysterious thief has stolen invaluable papers from Dr. Milton, a brilliant scientist. Two days have passed and still the police cannot uncover a single clue. Dr. Milton has now called in his friend, Lamont Cranston. And together with Margot Lane, Cranston is making his own investigation of the amazing robbery. Uh, here we are, Margot. New World Laboratories. Arnold Jessup, President. This is the only accessible office directly above Dr. Milton's. But, Lamont, the police have probably been over this office a dozen times since the night of the robbery. Exactly, Margot. And they didn't find a single clue. Well, then what do you expect to find? Just what the police did. 
Nothing. Oh, darling, you're talking in circles. Hold this box of fingerprint powder, Mugger. If I'm not too inquisitive, is the nothing you expect to find here on this windowsill? Hmm? Uh, yes, yes, it is. Oh, now, really, Lamont. Look, there's nothing on this windowsill. Not a single fingerprint. Yet this office has been left exactly the way it was the night of the crime. But what is that? A windowsill is the most natural place in the world to find fingerprints, Margot. Lots of them. Well, perhaps somebody wiped them off the sill before the robbery. Exactly. And an innocent man doesn't wipe off fingerprints. Mr. Jessup, he was the last person to leave this office by his own admission. Come on, Margot. I have a couple of questions I'd like to ask Dr. Milton. I'm afraid you're on the wrong track, Lamont. Mr. Jessop's a thoroughly respectable businessman. And didn't you know he was out of the building before my office was broken into? Yes, I know, Milt. But your assailant must have been lowered from someplace above. Nothing human could climb so far up the face of this building. Well, yes, but... Now, I... how far open was your window when you first noticed your intruder? I can't remember exactly. Not more than ten or twelve inches, I imagine. I remember that Frank the guard had to open the window before he could look out. Ten or twelve inches. Hmm. Um, do you have Mr. Jessop's home address, Milt? No, but you can get it in a minute from the office registry downstairs. But what do you want to see Mr. Jessop about, Lamont? Frankly, I think you're on the wrong track, Lamont. Jessop is a respected scientist. He's had this office for two years now. I know, Milt. But I'd like to talk to him just the same. If I don't find what I expect, we'll ch check over things with you later. If we do, I may be back with your mysterious thief. Tonight. Do you really think Mr. Jessop stole those papers, Lamont? Frankly, I'm just about as baffled as the police are with the case. I do think Mr. Jessop may give us a lead of some kind, though. Particularly if I visit him as the shadow. Mm -hmm. What do you want me to do? Wait in the car, Margot, and keep a sharp lookout for anyone who may come into or leave Jessop's house. told you never to come here to my home, Pedro. Never. I have been waiting in that hideout for two days. Now I want my money. You'll get your money when I'm ready to give it to you. I want it now. The work is over. Bombo and I did as we promised. Give me my money and let us go. Oh, stupid fool. Don't you see that if you pass that much currency now, suspicion may rest on me. If they check up on the origin of the money. I'll pay when it's safe to. Now get out. Get out and never come back here to my home again. <laughs> Neither you nor Pedro are going anywhere, Arnold Jessup. Huh? What's that? A voice, but nobody's here. The shadow is here. <laughs> I heard your argument with Pedro just now, Mr. Jessup. So you know all about the theft of Dr. Milton's papers. Get out, Pedro. Quickly, out the back way. Uh, I'm going. Wait, Pedro, Wait. <laughs> Slipped away from you, didn't he? Why didn't you stop him, Shadow? Because I think you are the important game, Arnold Jessup. You're the man with the brains and money who conceived this robbery. I haven't any idea of what you're talking about. This Pedro is just a person I met in Brazil. He did some work for me there. Now he's trying to wheedle some additional payments out of me. A person like Pedro trying to wheedle money out of an eminent scientist? No, Jessup. You'll have to think up a better lie than that. There's no earthly reason why I should lie to you. Or tell you the truth, for that matter. 
Your office is directly above Dr. Milton's, isn't it? Yes. It might interest you to know that I wasn't even in my office at the time of the robbery. No, you left one minute before. Why were you in such a hurry to leave, Jessup? And why did you wipe any fingerprints off the sill before you left? You seem to know a great deal, Shadow. Perhaps you'd better answer your own questions. I know that whoever or whatever you employ to steal those papers is out at your hideout. And I know that you're going to take me to that hideout. I am. That's very interesting. Very Wait. interesting. What was that? It sounded as if two motors were pulling away from the building. Why? Pedro. With Margot after him in my car. Now, Arnold Jessup, you are going to tell me the location of your hideout. Hideout? What hideout? Where is that hideout, Jessup? Do you mind if I sit down? Where has Pedro gone, Jessup? Where is that hideout? Cigarettes? The hideout, Jessup. Tell me where it is. Speak, Jessup. <laughs> Speak! <laughs> I told you, my dear man. I haven't the vaguest idea of what you're talking about. I do not know why you follow me here, or what you want, lady, but now you are here, you stay. I wasn't really following you at all. I thought you were a friend of mine, a Mr. Jessup. Mr. I... Jessup. You know about Mr. Jessup and Pedro, eh? Well, then, I am very glad you're here, lady. Look, I don't know anything about you and Mr. Jessup. You were in his car, and so naturally I thought that Don't you... want to make excuses, lady. You are here. That is enough. And you will stay. What? You can't keep me here. Oh, yes, I can, lady. My gun, she is on the table there. But I will not have to use the gun. I have something better for you. You know about Mr. Jessup and I, so perhaps you should know about Bomba, too. Bomba? (laughs) My little pet. I have trained since I was a baby. What have you got in that cage? <laughs> I will open it and let you see. There you are, lady. Beautiful, powerful bomber. <gasps> a snake! Not just a snake. A trained python. See how big and fine he is. Twenty-seven feet long and so very strong. Keep him away from Bomba me. is also the best climber in the world. You should have seen him come down the side of that building. <laughs> so sure from ledge to ledge he went. So smooth. It's, it's horrible. I do not like Bomba. <laughs> oh, but he is so beautiful. Such coloring. Such a slim, strong body. Please. Please let me out of here. You are not leaving until Bomba has finished with you. He will do as I command, and I command him to go after you, lady. (whistles) Go, Bomba. Go, lady. No, no, please. Keep him away from me. (laughs) Oh, go, Bomba. Get lady, Bomba. No, no, please. After her, Bomba. Follow her. Get him away from me. Call off your pet, Pedro. Dios mio. Shadow. Get that snake away from the girl, Pedro. Oh, yes, Shadow. Quick, call him off. Stop, Bomba! Come to Pedro! Oh, thank heavens. That's better. Now you, Jessup, get in here. You've got some explaining to do. Get your hands off me. You'll have the explaining to do when Bomba finds you, Shadow. No one can see the shadow, Jessup. No, but Bomba can find your scent. Why, yes. That is 
true. <laughs> can smell out the invisible man. So you see, my friend, you've walked right into a trap. Send Bomber up to the shadow, Pedro. Yes, good. Go, Bomber. Find the voice. Pick up his scent, Bomber. No, don't. Don't. He'll never find me. No. He's following your voice around the room right now. Keep after him, Bomber. No, stop him. And when he gets you back into a corner, Shadow, the invisible man will be crushed into an invisible pulp. <laughs> Keep that snake away from me. Keep him away, I said. Oh, 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 that's it, Bomber. Back into the corner. Ah. Your python, Pedro. Don't you see Jessup wants me out of the way because I know the truth about the money he owes you? My money? What about my money? Don't listen to him, you fool. Jessup is planning to escape, Pedro. He has no intention of paying you your money. Yes, that's true, Jessup. Shut up, you fool. He's trying to distract your attention. Keep Bomber on him. My money! You're not going to pay me! Shut up, I said! You slap me! And now Bomber will get you, Jessup. He saw you. He is already coming for you. Go, fat man, Bomber! Go, fat man, kill him! No! Kill him! No, keep him away from me! I'll pay you! I'll do anything! Get him away! Get him away! I've got your gun on the table, Pedro! I've got your gun! You cannot shoot now, Jessup. Bomba has you! Get him away! Get him! No, Pedro! Stop, Pedro! <laughs> oh, crush him, Bomba! Stop him, Shadow! Stop him! Give me that gun, Jessup! I can't! He's got my arm! He's breaking it! He's touching me. Uh, I've got the gun. Now call off your snake or I'll shoot, Pedro. Finish him, Bomber. Finish, fat man. Oh, kill my Bomber. Bomber dead. Yes, he's dead, Pedro. And I think Mr. Jessup is, too. Crushed to death by the very thing he thought would make him the most powerful man in the world. The Shadow. Shall you reap evil? Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs>